Welcome to another episode of the Law Offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. This is February 2nd, 2022. This is Groundhog Day, 222022. And uh, not only that, it's my wife's birthday today. So um, happy birthday, Lavana. I know she's not going to pay attention to this. Our client for today, we have no guests. So this should be a fun um, exhibition of our idiocy. Our our client for today is MCU versus MC Hammer. Behold, trapped in a hellscape of their own invention, socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin terminology, they are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly without even knowing the difference between an easement and an alleyway. At this very moment, you have entered the heart of the law offices of quibble, squabble, and bicker. Let's get started. All right, Greg. Well, why don't you go ahead and bring us our uh, fake sponsor for today, the sponsor that will not be uh, hand helping us cover the expenses for our client. Okay. Mentalo Industries, the leader in life-changing self-help systems, has developed a new titanic release, Dynamic Hero U. Our affordable program of CDs and psychotropic drugs will turn every day into a tale of suspense and a journey into mystery. Now, when a new acquaintance inquires about your background, you can regale them with your origin story. A new job interview at the local Target? Now it's an intercompany crossover. Feel obligated to attend a social interaction? Now it's a surprise guest appearance. The mundane backstabbing of two of your coworkers in accounting? Now it's a supervillain team up. The death of your uncle? His title's just been canceled. So let your brain unleash all of its superpowers with Dynamic Hero U. Your mental condition will be in mint condition. Mentalo Industries, with great profit comes great responsibility. That's their tagline. So that's a university or it's just the U? It's like kind of one of those self-help bullshit program things of seminars and CDs. And <laughs> is, it all, is it all online? Drugs. I don't know. It's, it's, no. No, I love the idea that, that you take the drugs and it turns your life into a like a choose your own adventure story that you never knew you were a part of. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's very clever. Isn't, it's, aren't it's our so lives like, all choose your own adventures, though? Yeah. Some are more boring than others. That's quite true. I make a well, lot I've of been, those choices. I've been using the product and just hanging out with you guys. I feel like I'm on a super team. Most you're, of my choices my involve friends. just sitting in my chair and watching TV. Just like, like Professor right. Charles Xavier. <laughs> Right. You're the leader of the X-Men, right? But without the telekinesis or telepathy. And without it, with hair. So, Greg, uh, we, we've been doing a lot of serious topics in the last couple of months. So we wanted to find something that maybe wasn't quite so serious. So, personally, you know, since we just kind of came up with the client, they just kind of walked in our doors. I like the concept of MC Hammer actually becoming part of the MCU. I think he does deserve his own comic book, and uh, and he should be part of the MCU. But I'm curious as to what what powers he would have. It would probably have to be flight, considering the nature of his pants. Yeah, he could drop down from any height and float down on the adversary. And then he would like dance around them like a, like a tornado type of thing. I have a long form VHS from the '80s where he's, he doesn't have superpowers, but he's like this kick-ass dude who fights these gangsters and uh, they make MC Hammer seem like he's a sledgehammer from the old show or, you know, like some cool hero. From the old show. Sledgehammer. But it's um, all the all the gangsters are scared of him. Like little MC Hammer comes up and dancing and they were like, oh, back off. We'll be good. <laughs> you said little MC Hammer. So there was like a smaller version of MC no, Hammer? No, he's a little guy, I meant to say. He would not scare a bunch of gangsters if they were. He'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here, Pee Wee." Uh oh, Brendan has disappeared on us. Yeah, I have to ask you a question. If your birthday is on Groundhog's Day, if the groundhog doesn't see its shadow, do you get no cake for your birthday? Is that a uh, thing? I uh, I don't think that has anything to do with a person's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think though what happens is you do get a cake in the shape of a groundhog, or you're forced to feed it to a groundhog. Ah. Uh. 
So you have to sleep actually... with a, a groundhog. <laughs> sleep with a groundhog. Mm-hmm. Is that like a mobster thing? You're gonna It'd be sleep worse with than it, but if you had to sleep with a warthog, that'd be even worse, I think. Or any kind of yeah. hog, really. Harley Davidson. I don't know the right kind of hog. You know, farm farm raised. Somebody hearing like bird chirping. I think that's my stomach. <laughs> hey, tonight Vinny Gumbat sleeps with the groundhogs. <laughs> All right, so, so we do have to do a disclaimer on this show. This is going to be a uh, nerd out, geek out type show because we'll be talking about comic books and comic book movies. Uh, once again, our client is MCU versus MC Hammer. Um, and so let's just get, get right into like the issues that people have with, with uh, let's say, the Marvel Universe movies. Compared to the comics, Greg, you're the the resident comic book geek here. What's your biggest issue between the movies and the comic books? What is well, strangely enough, what does one do better than the other? In my lifetime, since I was a little kid, they always fucked things up. You probably remember they adapt a comic book or even a novel. They always fuck it up. They didn't have respect for the source material. MC was pretty damn good. Sometimes I gotta say they make the shit better than it was in the comics. The Falcon is way cooler in the movies than he ever was in the comic books. In the comic books, he just had these little wings he could fly around, weird costume, and he had a little, he actually had a falcon, red wing, a pet falcon who might like chirp in someone's face. Like he might chirp in Dr. Doom's face to help him out, you know, in a fight. So he's pretty lame, but the movie made the falcon pretty rad with that fucking armor and the wings. But I gotta say, they shit the, I think they finally uh, took the wrong turn with Shang-Chi. Where it's so far from the source material that it's not, it, they kind of botched that one. But everything and else. And yet, is, that is considered one of the best of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm not movies. saying it's a bad movie. It's, yeah. a, it's a fun, action packed movie with good humor, good yeah. jokes. But still, I mean, as a fan of the comic as a kid, I'm like, guys, this is not the comic I read at all. I mean, I know it has to be different, a little different, <laughs> but it's like totally. Yeah, but you say you as a little kid. That was like 50 years ago when you were a little kid. So mm-hmm. I guess the, the point is like maybe there was a time when that changed and there's like new storylines that are going on within Shang-Chi that they based the movie be. on. Well, but I had been- back, in the, back in the back 50 years ago, wasn't his main opponent Peking Duck? <laughs> it was it was actually a Fu Manchu. One, one Hung Lo? <laughs> Hung far low. So, you know, they just had to modernize it to, you know. For- it was actually Fu Manchu. They got the Marvel Comics got the rights to the classical pulp character Fu Manchu, which is why they couldn't reprint him for so long. And that's why in the movie they give him a different, it's not Fu Manchu, but it's the same idea that he's got an evil mastermind father who wants him to rejoin and also wants to kill him if he won't. But still so much of it's different. But all the other Marvel movies are pretty, like, they capture the spirit of the comic. If you like the comic as a kid, you're going to be like, yeah, they get it. They read those comics. They're not just some cigar-chomping producer who's like, let's just buy the rights and shit all over it, like a lot of movies did. That's that what they actually do. They get the scripts and they literally shit on them. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Uh, is that true of Captain Marvel? I was never a Captain Marvel person, or am I? That's the new Captain Marvel. They have changed her. He was a dude all through the 60s and 70s. And then he died of cancer because he fought a radioactive villain and he gave him cancer. And he died two years later. <laughs> well, at least of- it wasn't it wasn't smoking that brought him down. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it was he like well getting too close to the suns that he was flying around probably that gave I, him cancer. I bet he regretted not smoking and having a better time. He's like, I fucking died of cancer anyway, 32. Could have had a good time. Yeah, and yet they had the the, in the movie Captain Marvel, they had the character name that was the original Captain Marvel. Oh, Marvel. Yeah. That's a Marv Dash Bell. Yes. It was kind of, you know, when we'd see that, I would think of like those uh, ice cream cakes. Carvel. <laughs> Captain Carvel. Well, it is. Cookie Plus. <laughs> right. Every, everyone in the Cree has a hyphen name, so it's like Tasty Freeze. It's all things like that. Dairy that's Queen. Real name. Well, no, that doesn't have a hyphen. Actually, they actually have, when they write them down, every name is like, 
Like you would you would be Bren Dash uh Dan. Bren Don. Bren Don. And what would you yeah. be? Gray Ag? X or yeah, Greg. <laughs> oh, so they would just use the two syllable part of your name. Yeah, I could be Greg Ori. <laughs> Ori, you would have like what, a choice. What does this make us if we do this name hyphenation thing? We're bug people. You, you or said something? we're the Cree. The Cree. I thought Not that the, the Captain the Marvel K. was like a different alien race than the Kree. Yeah, the, he was the Kree and um, with a K, not like the Indians. I was going to say, aren't they Indians? I'm confused. Or no. like our previous guest, Kreisha Turner. Hey, you know what? I just read this really interesting article. There's a random callback no one understands. Kreisha? <laughs> was that somebody we interviewed? I must have been sick. No, you were there. You did the, That was where the, the Poopinator um, uh, commercial was on, was when she was on. Oh, I remember the Poopinator. Yeah, she was on it, and uh, she had some great facial expressions for that particular one. Was she the one in the car? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I remember. And that. her name was shortened. People call her Cree in the, as her nickname. She was a corporation. Speaking of corporation, I just read this really interesting article about like a PhD in like race relations. And uh, Marvel's always been very cagey about where Wakanda is in the Black Panther universe. Yeah. And they just oh it's some place we're in Africa, but this guy nailed it down. It's like no, it's Ethiopia, and he had all these reasons why Wakanda is probably Ethiopia. I thought it was really uh, very nerdy, but very interesting because I didn't know this. Ethiopia was other than the five years Italy had uh, owned them in, in World War II, they were never conquered by a colonizing European force. They were like the one African region that was like, stay the fuck back, Jack. Isn't that? Isn't that because no one wanted to go there, though? That's what I figured. They had no resources. I imagine. <laughs> they Although Ethiopia no has some of the most immigrants in the United States, I think, of all of most of yeah, the African they've taken lots of refugees. And I found out they also contribute, because they want to be part of the UN so much, they're the second leading contributor to UN security forces whenever there's a conflict. It's all like <laughs> Ethiopian soldiers over there. So you're saying just... Wakanda is like in the heart of Ethiopia? They're just saying if you had to say what country is Wakanda based on, there's a lot of evidence. Dirty evidence. Why did I think it was another planet? Am I crazy? Wakanda? Wakanda. It's in Africa. You didn't think it was on Earth? No. I thought it was was like an interdimensional thing where they like cross over the border. Yeah, like some kind of weird, like it was somewhere else because. Did you watch a different Black Panther movie than the rest of us? Uh, I did watch it. I yeah. fell asleep a couple of times. wasn't a big fan. <laughs> this is really, guys, really superhero movies and superhero comic books. Not really my my strong point. So if I ask dumb questions, I'm just one of our random listeners out there who doesn't didn't watch all. Doesn't give a <laughs> shit. So that that was an honest question. I literally thought Wakanda was somewhere off Earth. Like I knew he was somehow on Earth, but I thought that Wakanda was somewhere else, and he you know, kind of did some sort of multiverse thing. but Yeah, the way know. it worked, at least in the movie, um, I don't know how it is in the comic books, because I, I never read the comic books. I just knew of Black Panther being like a, a side character that would occasionally be part of the Avengers, but um, there is like a force field around Wakanda that you cannot penetrate from the rest of the, the world. And so it, it, it's like a camouflaged from humanity. Oh. People don't know that it's yeah. there. Oh, okay. So it's but not they like- have um, extraterrestrial technology because there was some mineral, like what they make Captain America's shield out of and um, the Winter Soldier's arm out of that um, they have in the movie. a Can huge say- supply of in Wakanda and they base their technology on that stuff. So that's how they're that's what I did. That was one of the changes I really disliked about Black Panther. It's a small, nerdy thing, but it's also kind of racist where in the comic Wakanda was allowed to develop just because they weren't fucked with by any other powers so like yeah this country wasn't constantly enslaved by Europe so they just developed and in the movie they kind of imply a couple times that it's the vibranium mound this giant vibranium that's the magic element or whatever that's what made them like it if change their brains so it's not like, oh, black people couldn't have done this on their own. They needed this boost from this but, extraterrestrial but, element. 
Okay, but still, I mean, they were a little more than just no one fucking fucked with them advanced. No, they were. There was something special about them that I don't. I don't find it that big of a you know giant leap to assume that you know they were so far advanced because of something else, not just because Europe didn't conquer them. All I know is that I really wish they had made um, a huge industry of uh, vibrators out of vibranium. Just Vib- because they were vibranium work- vibrators, I'm telling that you. That might be too powerful. Just, the girls, just the for girls branding purposes. Yeah. They might rip the clit off. Although, <laughs> do you have one of the, how, was yours ripped off because of the use of one? No, but a, woman, a woman's got to be careful using the vibranium vibrator. I think they, they're massagers, so anybody could use them, Greg. Not necessarily for that purpose. Yeah, that's sort of sexist, Greg. Yeah, you're a sexist, it, Greg. It could rip my prostate. That and your racist ideologies are unacceptable too. What if I had one? It could rip your prostate out. <laughs> Not if I'm careful. That could be. Painful. It's vibranium. It's that's shit's super powerful. Well, I mean, if it has like the boomerang qualities that the uh, the shield has. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it sort of like do something to it, my pro- prostate, make it kind of sentient or like it could come out and I could be prostate boy and it drop out and run around? Your prostate would have great technology advances, technological advances. New to yeah, the was, MCU, prostate boy. It would, just, it would just fall out of my butt and run around. I would just be the shell that kept prostate boy alive. So, so the prostate, it's like one of those horror movies where the thing comes alive and just starts scurrying across the floor. It drops out all like Cronenberg, so it hits the floor, like legs come out, it runs around. You'll be like Karen Black running away from this thing. Yes, yes, fighting it, throwing it in the oven. No! Or, or like, what was it, a naked lunch? Like the typewriter became a cockroach or something like that? I oh, yeah, another great movie. I want to see that movie right now. Right now. All right. See ya. Go watch it, Greg. We'll we'll move on without you. It'll be difficult I, since you have. It'll be very difficult. The, it'll be you have all the information that we need. I'm the well, expert. You need supposedly me. one of the one of the major criticisms people have regarding the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe movies is that uh, the the villains all die too quickly, and none of them have real staying power. You know, with the exception of maybe Loki, but everything else just kind of they go really fast. I know. It's like Game of Thrones syndrome where just everyone dies too quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, you expect them to um, have a little more stake, but I guess I can see why that happens because they're movies. You know, they're not serialized things, which is what has changed with uh, Disney Plus where they now have uh, you know, the opportunity to bring in villains for a longer period of time, I would think. Comic books have a long Comic books have a long tradition of nobody ever staying dead. I mean, there's the Red Skulls died 50 times in you know less amount of years, and then it always comes back in a surprising. Oh, I actually didn't uh, get uh, my prostate ripped out by that vibranium <laughs> vibrator. <vibranium> vibrator. <laughs> was that was the saying, final way the Red Skull was perished? <laughs> that was one of the times. <laughs> Yeah, but some uh, Atlantean surgeons found him and rescued him at the last second. So there's always some bullshit. So they could bring back any of these villains, just like in comics, and say, oh, actually, he wasn't dead. You know, make up some hokum story. Fiery survived. Okay. So, so, but see, with the, that's in the comic books, though. So in the movies, it's not really quite working that way. You think they're going to bring back Black Widow since she's dead? Loki's died twice. Yeah, but they have other Lokis now because of the whole Loki show. Where, but isn't there that one Loki though? He's still that guy. I didn't, yeah. like, the, I didn't like the Loki show. I thought it was oh, kind yeah. of fun. I thought it was dumb. I liked Owen Wilson and him. Their interactions; those scenes were gold. I thought when they were all ribbing each other, and I liked it. Well, Brendan, I, I actually have a question. So, if you don't really like the comic book stuff, why do you watch the comic book stuff? I don't. You said you watched the Loki show, though. I watched two episodes. My friend said, I said, because I did like uh, the WandaVision one. I thought that was clever. Okay. Even though I'm not a big fan of Alien Eraserhead or whatever that guy's name was. That's Um, his name. You got it. Yeah. 
But I thought it which, was which one was Alien or Racerhead? The main, the husband. Could it be Vision. A oh, Vision. Vision. Okay. Yes. The title. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alien Eraserhead coming soon to theaters near you. Yeah. Wanda Alien Eraserhead. <laughs> right. But anyway, so I I asked him about the Loki when he said, "Oh, you're gonna love it," and I watched like the first two episodes and I thought it was totally stupid. <laughs> it felt like a bad like Monty Python skit with superheroes. <laughs> I, well, I think the first couple of episodes, they don't really delve into the storyline that much. But, you know, I, I mean, considering you're not like a big fan of the superhero movies, I can see why you wouldn't be that big of a fan of that particular show either. Is, is there are there any of the Marvel movies that you actually liked? I was a fan of all, most of the X-Men stuff. I was an okay. X-Men comic book guy and I liked I liked the X-Men. Um, not, I was never a big fan of the Avengers, either in the comic books. Uh, um, I liked Iron Man. That's about as far as it went. He kept me in the most of them. And we got into Captain America, Can't Stand, Winter Soldier, even worse. Uh, <laughs> Green Arrow, Archer Boy, Alien, <laughs> Douchebag. Oh, Green Arrow's DC Comics. You're mixing up the now. Well, who's the Arrow guy? There's a there's some Hawkeye. Guy. That's oh okay sorry there's some other idiot with a bow and arrow green as a superhero. Um, I don't know. Thor was cool. I liked uh, you know I always liked when Thor was around. I thought Thor was a fun character. But you know one you might like is Thor Ragnarok. It's pretty funny. I loved that one. You that saw one that was one? Fantastic. Yeah, because yeah, it's great. that guy from New Zealand who does what we do in the shadows. Directed that one. And oh, I love it because the first two Thors are boring. They're like some of the worst MCU movies made. And then the third one, all of a sudden, it takes this left turn into high comedy. And good, it, I was glad it did because I didn't like the first two Thors that much. They kind of left I, me cold. I can't even remember them, but, but Ragnarok. Yeah, they're very forgettable. Yep. But Ragnarok was fun as fuck. That's just a fun yep. all around movie. Do you like okay. the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Because that's a movie yes. that a lot of, yeah, a lot of like people those. like those who don't like superheroes because yep. it's just a comedy. There's yeah, I like those, and they were different, and it wasn't. You know, I get a little, I get a little burnout on the, you know, the, da, 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 like Superman. Give me a break. I mean, I know we're not talking about DC, yeah. but just that kind of Captain America values, and you know, I kind of like my superheroes a little dirty. Well, it's interesting you brought up X Men before because that's another controversy is the fact that X Men is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As a matter of fact, MCU isn't even allowed to use the word mutant whenever they're uh no they own them now they can they bought 20th century fox but they're just not using them yet oh did they when did that happen uh three years ago really i'm out of the line that was a a contract thing like yeah yeah like so uh, 20th century fox had the rights to all the x-men affiliated characters for like 25 years yeah it's a pretty stupid contract so MCU's been biding their time. Finally, they just were like, we're buying 20th Century Fox. Yeah, That's MCU was just not allowed to use the word mutant. They weren't allowed to use the characters because the fact is, is that um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were Magneto's children in the comic books. And right. instead, They're they got their powers a different way in the MCU because they couldn't be referred to as mutants. And they had the rights, the Avengers had the rights, I'm sorry, MCU had the rights to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch because they were Avengers for almost their whole career. Right. They were part of the X-Men, even though they were mutants. Yeah. So they both had shared custody. But they can't even, they couldn't even mention Magneto in the MCU movies, which was just kind of an interesting thing. And, but that's why it took so long for the Spider-Man to be part of it too, is because Sony Pictures own the rights for the most part to to spider-man but uh mcu was able to work out a deal with sony at least where they could use spider-man in their in their movies and then recently with the uh, i don't know if you've seen the recent spider-man movie or not i don't know if i want to spoil anything for anybody if i bring that no up. way home or is that it i can't remember i can't remember what the last one is called they all have the word home in it so it throws me off there was like homecoming and far away from home and no way home or yeah, it could be that. Anyway, Johnny the most comes recent marching Spider-Man. home again. That's right. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've heard it's really good. I haven't seen the Spider-Man. Well, if you saw the early Spider-Man movies, 
it definitely hits a lot of nostalgia buttons in the current Spider-Man movie. Yeah, um, I saw that like William Defoe comes back to be um green bad guy, green booger, what's his name? Yep, green yeah. booger. <laughs> the green booger was really his uh they were originally going to go with, but then they went to Green Goblin instead. Oh, Goblin, that's right. That's oh, right. They, they gobble boogers, I think, on the side. Green, so. The Green Gobbler. The green, it was a turkey. Green, green yeah, booger a, gobbler. He was bitten by a radioactive turkey. <laughs> did, they have, did they have the return of Dirt Boy? I always thought Dirt Boy was kind of cool. Who's Dirt Boy? Dirt. <laughs> the guy that was like made out of I dirt. I think it's Sandman. That's what it oh, was. Sandman. Oh, yeah. Dirt Sand Boy, Boy. Sandman. That was his younger days. He was Dirt Boy. Yeah, yeah. Earth, Earth then Teen. He, Earth Teen. Then he had a bar mitzvah and he became Sandman. Bud Toddler. So I think the new Spider-Man movie is called Home for Dinner. That's what it's called. <laughs> Home for Dinner. So, there, there, I mean, there's a lot of issues. So one issue that Greg and I talked about a while ago in terms of not necessarily MCU, but the Marvel movies, was the fact that Wolverine in the movies... It's like six foot three, whereas in the comic books, he's five foot three because he's supposed to be, you know, like an actual Wolverine, just small, yeah, but short, deadly. scrappy guy. Yeah, but uh, instead they got a really tall, good looking guy to play him. And another issue I had regarding the X Men movies was the fact that Nightcrawler got so little screen time. You know, he got like that one movie, and that yeah. was pretty much it. And I think with you 100% on Nightcrawler, one of my favorite X Men. Yeah, and, and there is a relationship between Nightcrawler and Wolverine in the comic books, which is always fun. It's like they were best friends. So they're always hanging out and like drinking beer together and telling bad jokes to each other. And that was one thing that never came across. And it could be because Brian Singer was the guy who directed the X-Men movies. And he always seemed to be a little bit too serious and maybe couldn't quite get the humor. That is the good thing, I think, about the MCU movies compared to the other Marvel movies is they have a lot more humor involved in them they they don't take themselves as seriously as some of those early as Dolph Lundgren's Punisher <laughs> yeah no that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah no it, you know it never bothered me as an X-Men comic book fan that uh he wasn't like he was because I thought uh what's his face did a really good job at portraying him and I thought he was perfect yeah, he didn't over, they didn't, you know, they did stuff, so it didn't, he didn't tower over everybody, some big giant, you know, they shot it well. So it never distracted me, but I, I do, think they, oh, I do sorry. agree that, that Nightcrawler got, that one, that one opening where he's, you know, teleporting around and like, gonna go kill the president, that's probably one of the best X-Men sequences ever. I think it was so good. It was I great. That, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. I read that Brian Singer made Hugh Jackman act in a trench the whole movie. They had to have a trench that he could act in, so we just seem shorter. A trench. It was in a trench. <laughs> yeah, they a cut off his legs from the knees down. That was a Monty Python. From that point on, they just called him Stumpy. <laughs> Stumpy Jackman. Was, was Stumpy Jackman. Jackman. Stumpy Logan. <laughs> I had some other thought process I was going to go into and that threw me off completely. Oh, but I was thinking that, you know, why don't we recast Wolverine right now? Like who would be a good short actor to put in, in the, the uh, role of Wolverine. The guy from game of Thrones. The imp. Peter, he's too short. Oh. Dinklage? <laughs> he's like four foot tall. Yeah, that would be cool. No. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool to see Peter Dinklage. That would be a little too comedic, though. <laughs> you know, there actually was a superhero in Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight was an X-Men spinoff Canadian super team. Yeah. And they had a character named Puck. Who okay. was like, he was a little person, but he would kick ass. He was like stocky as fuck. He was like a square. Basically, his dimensions. He was a total square. He was a square. Human. And he could just tumble through people like there could be 20 badasses. And he was just like all... Punch their dicks from you know the low <laughs> vantage point. He kicked ass. Fuck. Was that like one of the the major sequences in the comic book? Is him punching the dick he was of dick other puncher. superheroes, supervillains? Fuck the dick puncher. <laughs> but I, I'm not making a puck though. He was real. He looked. looked I was thinking, you know, if they had done it back in the day, Danny DeVito could have been a good Wolverine. <laughs> you think? Gone a seed like Wolverine. <laughs> When he gets kicked out of the X-Men and becomes a drunk. 
<laughs> the balding Wolverine. Yes. Slight, slightly paunchy Wolverine. I went, to the I went to the Portland Comic Con uh, six years ago, and there was a hobo Wolverine there. Some guy totally looked like a homeless guy, but with a Wolverine costume. And uh, what did it say? Uh, something like, we'll kill for food or something on a sign. Or... He was homeless? It, that was the shtick. He was a really... Will... That's if, if Wolverine didn't have a job. Will snicked for food or something. I like it. Homeless Wolverine. I can't think of. Um, I'm just not really good with current actor names. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Hart would be good as Wolverine. He's five foot two. The black guy. The black yeah. guy. He's not a no. big guy. He's not a big guy, but I'm, well, I'm thinking <laughs> of the mall. Security. Can you imagine? God, no way. No, sorry. Kevin Hart. Sorry, I don't know Kevin Hart. No, he's the wrong guy. He's the comedian. You know Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart is like opposite The Rock in like every movie of the last that isn't a fantastic, fabulous five or whatever those dumb movies are. The fabulous five? Yeah, whatever. What about, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation. As uh, Wolverine? No, he's 14. I'm kidding. He wasn't short. He was just 14. I'm sure he's not that short anymore. I was trying to find short actors on my uh, on the internet, but my... Gary Coleman. Computers. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Emmanuel Lewis. He's dead. Um, you know, Tom Cruise probably could have pulled off Wolverine. He's, he's got sh- like Hugh Jackman-esque too, qualities. He's too pretty boy. He's too pretty. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman was a pretty boy. Not, really? Not he's pretty like him, though. Yeah, he's Tom's, Tom's got almost a like a, a a feminine handsomeness to him. Uh huh. Hugh Jackman's like a little more bounty. So he's more guy. he's more masculine. You have more I of a man so. crush on him, is what you're saying. What about I, if we go? Know, to the- I fa- I favor I don't favor twinks. I'm I'm much more into you know the, the more mos- macho guys. I got I like it. Uh, good looks on a man. Rugby Joe Pesci. Look. Joe Pesci is Wolverine. Yeah. That would be fun. That would almost be fun as Danny DeVito. <laughs> what about if we Do I make you laugh? Am I what funny if- you? <laughs> what if the X-Men was made in like the 50s or 40s? We got Peter Lorre, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Mickey Rooney as, as Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I've read stories that Mickey Rooney uh, behind the scenes was as... Not you know he couldn't slash your face off with claws, but he was just as savage as Wolverine. He was a cunt. That guy, everyone hated his guts. Working with him was a fucking nightmare. Oh, <laughs> just Davy Jones side. from the Monkeys. Yes, three perfect as Wolverine. <laughs> and a little twinkle would get in his eye right before he killed someone, <laughs> slash someone. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> or Pat Pat Oswald. He's five foot three. <laughs> I'm sure he wishes. Oh, he would, he would He would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> hey, guys, I just saw Ratatouille for the first time. Is that Pat Oswald's voice? Yes. Okay, uh, I, I thought no I had idea. Him. That's the rat cartoon? That's it's the one good. where the, the rat is the... A chef. Is a chef. And he takes over a real human by pull, tugging on his hair. So he lives up in his hat, and he tugs his hair and makes him do stuff. Oh, I have, the, the, I have the perfect person for Wolverine. Glenn Danzig. Oh, he was considered. Was that he was really? Yeah, five, really? I didn't realize he was five foot three. I didn't even realize yeah, he's he was a short. small dude. I did not and know he was a tiny guy. He's a small man, big mouth, as my new friend would say. He's got small man syndrome, too, at the wazoo. Yeah. Well, you he's know. a very small man. He, has, he definitely has an issue with his mother. That's no, true. I've seen him at Comic Cons, though, just being a dick. <laughs> just being rude. Uh, you know, like, I, I ran into him in LA. So you Did you pick him back just, up after you ran into him? No, I just, he was in a 7-Eleven and I walked in and he was like squirting cheese on a hot dog or some dumb shit. And I was like, oh my God, that's Glenn Danzig. I was Wait, like, wasn't that the name of one of his songs? Squirting cheese on a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, was a, it was a big No, squirting cheese on Dracula's hot dog. That was scary. Blood on a hot dog. I went over and I said, Glenn Danzig? And he goes, 
what do you fucking want? So yeah, it's a bit of a dick. <laughs> that was his actual response to you. Yeah. What do you fucking want? You were about to say, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> and I just said, I said nothing. I just wanted to know that it was you. And he goes, yeah, it is. And I'm like, yeah, now leave me right, alone. Fuck you. And I left. Hey, we've got it. Uh, we've got somebody um, in Russian saying something on our YouTube page right now. I don't want your currency. I can't even read the name because it's in Cyrillic. But uh, this is a, was... a common thing we get sometimes. It's "vum today" is the yeah. response. I'm like, uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to respond to that. I'll say yes. Vum so, how can today. you read today if it's in Cyrillic? Well, no, his name is in Cyrillic. Oh, or her name. Or its name, whatever it is, is in Cyrillic. But then what's written after that is Vum today. So Vum. just type just type um fuck Gone tomorrow. No, I, I responded already. I said yes, Vum today. Vum. Because we there should be no, Vum why, for everyone. Why Vum tomorrow when you can Vum today? <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's that's quite true. So um, today, we, we like went really to the halfway point. I don't think we've made any um, headway with this client whatsoever. Oh, we've made a lot so, of headway. Do you think so? We, we may we we actually like we've really nailed this shit down. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm going to start working on my prostate boy comic book. That's what I'm going to do <laughs> today. Prostate boy. Tomorrow it's be the dirt world. Boy. It's going to be dirt, dirt boy, boy versus prostate boy. <laughs> and the boy. green the green booger. The green booger. <laughs> The Green Booger will be Prostate Boy's <laughs> ultimate bad guy. I think you know the I mean? uh, the next major star of uh, stage and screen is going to be um, Waspy Soda Pop. As, yes! Uh, it's time for his segment for, for the day. So uh, let me get that one rolling. But, um, yeah, I wonder what his powers could be. Damn it, I don't have to pee right now. <laughs> Food is for eating. Food is freaking. Food is freaking. Hey there, everybody. This is Waspy Soda Pop on another edition of Food is for Eating. I've got simple sponge cake for you today. Here are your ingredients. Four large eggs, one cup of granulated sugar, one cup of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of baking powder, two tablespoons of melted butter, one tablespoon of hot water, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, four square cleaning sponges. First, you want to whip the eggs and the sugar. You whip those eggs in a stand mixer in a high speed till they're foamy. Gradually add one cup of granulated sugar, one tablespoon at a time, while continuing to whip. Whip it until the mixture falls off the whisk in a thick ribbon and doesn't disappear for one or two seconds. Next, you want to preheat the oven to 350 degrees with the rack centered. Line an 8-inch round cake pan with foil or parchment. Use some and spray it with some nonstick spray. You know what the spray is. You can use that. Or you can just, you know, put some butter on the inside of the pan or dust it with some flour. You know, whatever. Sift one cup all-purpose flour one teaspoon of baking powder twice. If you don't do it twice, you won't do it twice. Then, in a cup, you whisk together two tablespoons of melted butter, one tablespoon of hot water, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. Then, you're going to add the dry ingredients. What are the dry ingredients? The ones that aren't wet. Into the whipped eggs and halves, carefully folded with a spatula, forming the number eight with each stroke. Then, you're going to fold in the liquids. Carefully keep folding the batter until thoroughly incorporated. Finally, you're going to place your four cleaning sponges in your baking pan. Place them in carefully and neatly. Make sure each of the edges actually touch each other. Then you're going to pour the sponge cake batter into the prepared, 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 prepared baking pan. You're going to bake for about 35 minutes or until you get a toothpick in there. It comes out clean. Then you're going to remove the sponge cake to a cooling rack and allow it to sit undisturbed for five minutes. You want to give it its space. You want to let it relax. Say it anyway. You want to then invert it onto a cooling grid thingy. And that'll allow the kitchen sponges to breathe because you want those to breathe. And finally, allow it to completely cool before you use them. Anyway, there you go. Simple sponge cake with real sponges. And, you know, sponges, just so you know, we use parts of dead animal sponges. So it's all vegan. So this is Waspy Soda Pop and food is for eating. Food is for eating. Food is for eating. Food is for eating with Waspy Soda Pop. So if you want an extra crispy sponge cake, do you use this kind of sponge with the green thing on the... 
that kind? Yeah, I think so. If you wanted to get uh, your extra special, like, uh, gnawing type of a sponge cake. You like Captain Crunch? With the Brillo pad. They would rip the roof of your mouth. <laughs> you want to get one with the steel wool attached to the sponge. That's the one you want best, because that also flosses while you eat it. I think that's... So I didn't tell you, Matt, I have a Twitter, uh, some kind of grinder account. I'm getting questions on my thing. It's from Portland people, and they're asking for, could Waspy please give vegan versions of his recipes? Oh, you want vegan? Well, did he just say that there was something vegan? Wait a second. He said it was dead animal sponges and said that they were vegan. That I think Waspy is confused about what is vegan. I think Waspy needs to be educated by you guys. But I'll I'll definitely send a message off to, to Waspy and say that uh, he has requests for vegan recipes. And I'm grinder, sure. apparently. <laughs> yeah. Grinder. Greg's grinder account. <laughs> That's my main social media. <laughs> well, there, yeah, there's worse ways you could spend a Friday night, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, if that's your social media, that's your social media. You should be good it's with better that. for your prostate. Well, that also now moves us into our next segment, which is uh, one that also requires I share a screen. So um, let's uh, get that one going. Greg, if you're ready, this is all you. He has an opinion, may not always be right. He's a real fake lawyer. He's old and he's white. Ask him a question, cause he's a good egg for bogus advice. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. Ask Greg. I have a new logo. You have a new logo? What do you mean? Isn't that new, the little graphic? The Ask Greg? What are you talking about? There's an actual logo that just showed. That's 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 been there the whole time. Yeah, well, that that whole clip has been there the Sorry. whole time. Sorry, no, I know. I didn't. I never noticed that little. A little, little more, a little more, a little more sober today. I take it. <laughs> no, no. I think I think it's because I'm always so scared to do these that I'm not even you know. I'm He's not, like uh, refusing to reject the concept that he is more sober though. <laughs> oh no, like, I'm not. No, I couldn't be more sober. That's impossible. No, I'm I'm, I'm highly intoxicated. Yes. I started drinking with my boot this morning. So, My audience expects it from me. I have to live up to their expectations. So I have a question for Greg. Um, this is, uh, if you're ready, Greg, are you ready? I'm stroking my chin. That's how you know I'm ready. Okay, yes. Uh, dear Greg, I'm being followed by black helicopters. I'm not a drug dealer, and I've never joined QAnon. Who is doing it, and what should I do to stop it? What legal recourse do I have? Well, I don't like the racial overtones to your question in the first place. Um, <laughs> would white... Oh, white helicopters would be better. It's the black helicopters scare you more than the white helicopters. Yeah, I think so. A little, uh, I, but I guess that's not my purview. So I think what you can do is, is the gray aliens, they have a website. And just go to the wait, gray. Wait, the, the gray aliens? The gray aliens. All right, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I heard you right. So, okay, They're in I... charge of the black helicopters that are, you know, and so just, you know, like see, inquire about um, cease and desisting. Like, um, she doesn't deserve it. Um, sometimes they have to use their black helicopters to surveil. Some people, you know, like they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing, but it sounds like this person's innocent, doesn't need the surveillance of black helicopters, so she should let the grays know, you know. Where? Cease and desist. Where, should, where can they find the gray aliens, Greg? It's on their website. It's on, I think it's on Grindr. Yeah. It's uh, gray, it's, Grindr. <laughs> Zeta, Zeta Reticulin.com. Yes. And the lizard people are also allowed on that website too. They have a they have a link down at the bottom. It's kind of yeah. a, a you know one of those old Geo Cities networking things. Oh yeah, GeoCities. I forgot about GeoCities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, find that like, through your Alta Vista search engine, everybody. Yeah, that's right. Sure it sounds you. like this person's a Karen, though, who's just like, black helicopters, black. Uh, well, I think it's a legitimate wait. concern if she thinks she's being followed. If it's a she, can't really tell. They're Maybe not the a drug dealer helic- and they've never joined QAnon, so it's like, okay. There's I issues. think the QAnon people actually, the black helicopters like them. They're like, oh, oh these are our foot soldiers. They're helping us. I see. No, the QAnon people have white helicopters, dude. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> they have very, very white helicopters. 
with white pilots. They don't have they don't have any helicopters. They have like soapbox derby cars. Trying to run around behind it like a truck. They have soapbox derby helicopters. <laughs> oh, they like, just shoot them over ramps. Are there like Shriner helicopters or tiny little helicopters that one guy can fit in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all wearing those beanies with the little helicopter blade on top of it. <laughs> Uh, it's like if the little rascals were in charge of the military. That's that's the QAnon army. It's the little rascals QAnon. They've got slingshots and spud guns. We're coming to get them. We're also reptilian. We're reptilian little rascals. We're going, we're going back to the He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> the little reptilians. I love that show. The little reptilians had a, a long history. It was like a, it ran for like 10 years back in the 1930s. God, it was such a good show. <laughs> I love that show. Our gang of little reptilians. All right. Gang Greg, of reptilians. <laughs> Brenda, do you have an extra a question for Greg? To ask Greg. Uh, let me see. I did have some stuff. Um, uh, dear Greg, it's been several weeks since my last letter to you. Things have not gotten better. Uh-oh. Uh, as you know, I'm going through a terrible divorce with my horse. <laughs> um, she won't return my phone calls and is taken up with a donkey um, I fear for the children what should I do serious question take your time on this one Greg well this is heartbreaking I mean it's, I feel for this guy yeah and especially because his uh, stepchildren will be mules or I, I believe that's the offspring of a donkey and a horse yeah. Or they'll be asses. Both, probably. Well, I guess legally there's nothing he can do. He's just got to grin and bear it. Sorry, dude. This horse loved a donkey more than you. Is this you your official um, non-legal opinion that you're giving? I, there's no legal uh, standing here. Uh. She's allowed... You, you can fall out of love with someone. There's no law saying you can't. But um, I guess the fact that he was with a horse now he's out of legal trouble because there was about that so he should be happy at least legally he's in a better position than he was when he was fucking a horse you're in a better position than when you were on thank you horse okay so take solace from that at least take solace sir i'm sorry Take a but it's, it's it's very tragic i i sent i sent him a snapchat about it he'll get it relatively soon okay good well snapchat that goes pretty quick it's like that old song when you're in love with a beautiful pony it's hard you know it's like some donkey's gonna love with a beautiful beautiful pony pony. it's hard it's hard (laughs) oh turn into your stepchildren will be mules All right, well, that was another edition of Ask Greg, everybody. For those who are interested, please do uh, send on your questions to Greg. He will give his firm non-lawyer advice on what to do, so feel free to pass this along. By the way, uh, for those of you who are interested, our website is www.qsblaw.org because we are a pro bono outfit. We will give you all the non-legal fake advice you want for free, so make sure you check that out. Also, um, we do have merchandise. You can find that on our uh, website as well. Um, you can buy shirts that have our faces on it or um, things you can drink out of that have our faces on it. And eventually, one day we might have other things that don't have our faces on it. And you can buy those too if you really want. We're also on all the social media. You can get us on the podcasting platforms. And basically, it's all the same stuff. So, yeah. And, uh, there, we're and also, also my on site is, uh, on Grinder is a Daddy Sweetcock. So. He has a very, very um, sweet chicken that he uh, he coddles every day at home. No, I, I'm talking about my penis, Matt. Oh, I get confused oh. sometimes. I keep thinking that you're speaking in euphemisms. And my penis is very sweet, I've been told. Instead, you're being very it's like honey. Direct. <laughs> So if you're on Grindr, everybody. I've got a honey dripper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We should get back to our client. So our client. Please the lemon. um, Which is uh, the MCU versus MC Hammer. But they were really just kind of 
getting off on criticisms having to do with MCU. As a matter of fact, we were talking about MCU. We were talking about the X-Men, which has nothing to do with MCU. But one thing I right find now, interesting is that I didn't all, know that Hawkeye in the comic books was deaf. I didn't know that. That's and not I know true. That, yeah. I heard this. this yeah, he, he was deaf in the comic books. And if you watch the show on Disney+, Plus, they, there is the beginning of that particular issue happening. It's like he's starting to go deaf. It happened because of some very loud noise or something. I am the resident show. comic book expert here. Hawkeye was never portrayed as deaf. I think that you need to remove your expert status from that from Hawkeye and uh, go. He was my dig, main man. Go when dig a, a little kid, deeper. Was is that? I think that's your actual name on Grinder is Hawkeye, <laughs> or you might call it Sweet Cockeye though. No, I'm Cockeye. Cockeye the Sailor. <laughs> Hello, sailor. Hello. You eat your spinach. Are we sure that we're that that Disney isn't just doing, uh, you know, full bananas and just like we don't have a disabled uh, superhero, uh, (laughs) so we should have one because you know they could have had you know they could have portrayed Iron Man as the alcoholic that he was, but they didn't. Um, they chose not to accentuate that, so they need somebody who's got a disability, you know. Well, let me give you my evidence for the and wheelchair boy just never caught on. Wheelchair boy, yeah, they called him Professor X instead. Yeah, he grew up to be Professor X, (laughs) but he's not um, part of the MCU. We just established that back in 1982, Clint Barton stuck a sonic arrowhead in his mouth to prevent himself from being brainwashed. And unfortunately, it demolished his eardrums and made him deaf. His hearing was later destroyed, only to be taken from him once more more when the clown, I guess that's a supervillain, stabbed him in both ears with his own arrows. So, first, of all, first of all, that was obviously the story he told the 911 operator. And he <laughs> stuck the thing in his mouth to prevent whatever he said. <laughs> And I, love, I love that the clown A is a bad guy and two, he's stuck him in both ears with his own arrows. Hawkeye is a worthless piece of shit. He's like, that's, what, that's the moral of this story. <laughs> he called the emergency room. I stuck a sonic gerbil up my ass to fight this villain, to stop my brainwashing. I had to. Here you did, Mr. Hawkeye. We'll be right there. This is the third time this week. Is this Richard Gear again? Oh, it's Hawkeye. Sorry. Oh. Hawkeye, quoting fingers, right. <laughs> Matt, all I remember is I read many Avengers where Hawkeye was appearing in the 90s and 80s. I remember him always saying, what? What? Could you speak up? I can't hear you, Captain America. What should we do? What? What? What is this bullshit? I don't know. Maybe he took cues from Daredevil or something and they found a way to get over each other's. Maybe he was like a, a, a conjoined twin with Daredevil. And one of them was the eyes for the other, and the other was the ears. Maybe the Tony one. Stark made him a super hearing aid. A super hearing That's aid. It. Super hearing aid. Instead of a did super hero. <laughs> no, I did. But superhero aid. Yes. Which would be like sidekicks. You know, Rob. you don't really hear much about the sidekicks in the Marvel movies either. Well, Bucky was. Originally, he was this kid sidekick, but they made him cooler. Well, yeah, they turned him into the Winter Soldier in this. But yeah. Uh, and yeah, in the early days of Captain America, Bucky was sidekick. But what about the other sidekicks? You know, didn't um... there weren't many. Marvel like got away with that. In fact, that was why Spider-Man was so revolutionary because the Martin Goodman, the head of Marvel, you know, Stanley was like, oh, "We have this teenage superhero." You're getting but... really deep here, aren't you? He's Martin a nerd. Goodman. Well, just ignore the name. Who cares? The the, editor, the the head of the company was like, was like, no, teenagers are sidekicks. And he was like, no, for once, uh, kids would like to see themselves be the hero, not just some stupid sidekick well, who in are, short pants. Help me out here. Besides Robin, who's who's like a famous sidekick? Not famous, but... Uh, Speedy. Some... Speedy was a famous sidekick. Green Arrow. Uh, the Green Arrow. Speedy. Yeah. Then in, I think the... there was Kid Flash. Yeah. Okay. Batman. 40s, Batman didn't just have Robin. There was also like Batgirl and the, a, a whole oh, host Bat, of Batgirl. Bat, Bat that, yeah, that was not a sidekick. Bat dog. Bat monkey. Um, Epstein. Epstein tried to say oh, they were all my sidekicks. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you guys know that Superman had a whole menagerie? He had Streaky the super cat, 
He had Comet the Super Horse, Crypto the Super Dog, and my favorite, he had Beppo the Super Monkey. <laughs> Beppo. Beppo. Super Monkey. But Batman. But his sidekick was um, J- Jimmy Olsen, though. Wasn't his sidekick Jimmy Olsen? Kind of, I guess, yeah. But Batman yeah. actually at one point had a bat hound, Ace, Ace the Bat Hound. Yes. And the, my favorite thing about it is they made a little mask for him so no one could figure out a secret identity. <laughs> So nobody could be like, hey, that's that dog I know. Hey, who's that dog? That's Bruce that Wayne's dog. dog. <laughs> Why does Beppo the monkey sound vaguely racist to me? Is there a reason I feel well, that sounds? I think it's Italian sounding. Maybe yeah, I think like Beppo sounds like more of a, an Italian. Why are you yeah. stuck on Grinder today, Greg? <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I said organ grinder monkey because the oh. stereotype was <laughs> oh. Italian people would have organ grinder monkeys, you know, so it's probably like they always had Italian names. Like Although if you go to the or... Google store, you can get organ grinder, the app, for those of you who are interested in having relations with monkeys. <laughs> having a sidekick. I don't recommend it. Gay monkeys. <laughs> gay or otherwise. Or straight. As long as they dance and hold a cup well for change. <laughs> That's how you spell grinder, though. But well, yeah, sorry, I guess I guess well, Marvel. I guess they didn't have many. Well, X Men was like a team of sidekicks. Not really. They were superheroes. They were teams. They were though. all Professor X's sidekicks. I guess you could say yeah. that. Like, he was their mentors, but not but like not like like Batman and Robin or yeah. you know. In the forties, though, there was a obnoxious trend in the fifties because Marvel started in the sixties. Wait a second, you said in the forties there's an obnoxious trend in the fifties. No, in the well, I meant to say in the forties and fifties, even. Oh, every fucking superhero had a sidekick. You couldn't have a superhero without, like, now four issues later, he's gonna have a little sidekick, so kids can identify. Wasn't there the a comic book once that had had like a thunderbolt as, um, like the sidekick to the actual hero who didn't really have powers? It was like Johnny Thunder and Thunderbolt or something like that. I think I know what you're talking about. There was Johnny, this one thing. Johnny Thunder was an FM DJ, and uh, <laughs> he had no powers but the power to blow your mind with his music. Wow. And then there was today on Johnny Thunder's Thunderbolt, and he could stay up all night playing those sweet tunes for you and your loved one. <laughs> this one goes out to Batman. And there should have been a superhero DJ. I guess the closest to that though was Dazzler, wasn't there? Because she could like. Uh, do like light shows from music or something like that. She right? was a disco singer, basically. Yeah. With mutant powers. She was so lame. Do you know? I, oh my God, you got to look it up on the internet. There was going to be a Dazzler movie and Casablanca Records was going to make it. Remember, they Casablanca had Kiss, but they also did all the big disco hits of the late 70s. The lineup of this movie sounds so fucking rad. Like, like Dazzler was going to be played by Bo Derek. It was going to be directed by John Derrick. Kiss were going to be the villains. All these disco famous that's, people were going to be characters. That sounds, sounds fantastic. No, it sounds re- so bad that I wish they made it because now yeah, we could watch it and I mean. laugh at it. We could, because we could watch it. And laugh at it. But they actually, um, it was half, you know, through production. They had a script. And then I think they woke up one day and realized, what the fuck are we thinking? <laughs> they had a script yeah. and they said, what are we thinking? The it's retarded. And they just it's retarded. It. It's retarded. It's fucking retarded. And they were like, let's do a let's do a movie about Bebo the monkey or Bebo or whatever it was. <laughs> Bebo. Bebo sounds monkey. like another one of the Marx brothers. Bebo? Yeah, there Bebo. was Zeppo. But Bebo. Bebo, just to get into a comic book thing, Bebo is a character out of the TV show um Legends of Tomorrow from DC. Bebo. Bebo is like a giant, um, a giant stuffed animal that turned into a god. What the fuck acid have you been taking, dude? Yeah, I'm not I making want, this up. I'm not whatever, making this up. I want whatever Matt has. <laughs> yeah, not making it up at all. Bebo became like a possessed at one point. The stuffed animal was causing havoc, and then at some point later on in the series, it turned into like this godlike creature. Godhood. But it was like a 30-foot-tall stuffed animal. Was this a TV show? <laughs> called Beepo. Yeah, it was the TV show. is called Legends of Tomorrow. It's on, uh, on it's CW. It's the DC Universe. It's on That's the CW the Network. Yeah, it's DC. Because it has like a... 
I forget what superheroes are on it. Black Canary, I think, is on it, or White Canary. Um, and uh, God, what was the hell's? I can't remember them. Kid Flash, I think, is on it. Um, Adam, Heat Adam? Wave, Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. There, there, God, there was another character on it who I can't remember, but he he had like fire for hair. Firestorm. Firestorm. He was on that in the beginning, and then he got written off the show. I think after the first or second season. Oh, so I um, want to tell you guys there was a there was a reversal of the kid sidekick thing in the forties. There was this guy kid called the Star Spangled Kid. Oh yeah, this, wasn't he part of uh, the Justice Society of America? Wasn't he? Later on, but he was part of the Seven Soldiers of Victory, which was a 40s super team. But uh-huh. his sidekick was this full-grown man who looked like a longshoreman in a striped shirt, and his name was Stripesy. Let me tell you, Greg, that's part of a current TV show. Really? Yes. That's a, and Stripesy's in it? Yes, Stripesy is one of the lead characters in it. Stripesy. It's played by Luke Wilson. Oh. Stripesy is played by Luke. What the hell? You watch more TV than I do. What the hell network is that on? It's actually on HBO Max. Oh. Was that a Peacemaker? No, the show is called Star Girl. And basically, oh. Star Spangled Kid grows up and he actually gets killed or something. And then he has like some staff or something. And um, It's a cosmic rod. The cosmic which rod, which is what, you know, certain parts of all of us is called that as well anyway um so then the mantle is taken up by this teenage girl who gets the cosmic rod and yes Stripe, she does stripesy is stripesy gives it to her he gets no, it stripesy is her stepfather oh i yeah. saw oh of course of course yeah you saw that on a porn hub anyway yeah so. stepfather and the cosmic rod and star girl <laughs> This wasn't, so anyway, this wasn't on HBO. So I just too. wanted Greg's um, nostalgia to realize that it has come to fruition that the Star Spangled Kid has gotten yeah. his day in the sun. And well, I don't have cool. nostalgia for either of them, but uh, that's a new thing. That girl, Star Girl, I've seen her like in catalogs in the two thousands, and I was like, okay, that's a thing, but I never read yeah. them. Well, anyway, so there's an actual show. There's an actual yeah. TV show. It's in like its second season. So you can on if HBO Max. This isn't that interesting, but I just finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I thought yeah. it kicked ass. I thought it was not only was it amazing action, but it has some really like powerful shit to say. Like, it actually, has this powerful message. Which I was verklempt in some of the scenes. You, oh Jesus, <laughs> verklempt! I say, Star Girl seems like an underaged girl who's barely got any clothes on. She's she in is. high school. Step, uh-huh. yeah. up, step. Oh, and she plays the ukulele. Apparently, I you know, possibly I could be. How hip. I don't know. How cool! That's what the teens are doing. I hear they're all playing ukuleles, and they're having cosmic rods. They're playing with cosmic rods. This has become a foul episode today. And hanging out with longshoremen, apparently, who are their stepdads. That <laughs> cool uncle names Stripesy. Stripesy. I might have to do some deleting. I'm going to call Matt Flannelly from now on. Matt's going to be Flannelly. That's his, my sidekick name for Matt. I thought you were saying philately, like I no. collect stamps. Oh, like you give fellatio. You, you no, philately. Oh. A philatelist is somebody who collects I stamps. I know, but flannelly. You're going to be flannelly. You know, I think what happens is after Greg has a certain amount of booze in him, there always seems to be a, a point where things take a turn on the show. And uh, they start. Why to get... do you blame me? Brandon is just as foul as I am when he's not. I don't know. I mean, you brought up Star Girl and the Cosmic Rod. I mean, I don't know what we were supposed and to do. And the stepfather with... porn. And the stepfather. I don't know what we were supposed to do with that. I just did go... not bring up the Cosmic Rod. <laughs> Greg did. Yeah. You said he had something, and I just clarified it for you. But you were talking about the Cosmic Rod. You just didn't know its name. <laughs> right. And well, you know, we should have known that at some point you would. Bring up a cosmic rod. And you brought up the vibranium vibrator. You, <laughs> yeah, you. but that's a massager. You could use that on your back. Sure. So it's, it's okay, Mister Soda Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I am no relation to that man at all. Anyway, so, did you ever meet him? No, not in person. It's all been like virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so best. Never, never met Waspy. So never spoken. No messages have been left other than, you know, the clips 
that have been created um, hmm. where he's given his face. Supposedly, that's what he looks like. But, you know, that could just be a picture. I wonder why Sanchez El Dorado knows so much about him. Like, were they in the military together? <laughs> you know, yeah, I they think served in Nam. I think that's a story worth investigating is uh, yeah. the Sanchez El Dorado have if carnal you're knowledge of Waspy Soda Pop. If you're listening, Sanchez, we need the backstory. <laughs> is Waspy your sidekick? Or, or your son? Are you Waspy's sidekick? Is that like asking if you're a top or a bottom? You know, I think maybe Waspy is the Star Spangled Kid to um, Sanchez's Stripesy. Yeah, that's a good analogy. But who's the Star Girl? Who's that? Would be that'd be Shanty Pants, of course. Okay, (laughs) he's got to get in there somehow, somewhere. All right, well, that's our shout out to our two two main listeners, at least. Well, not main listeners. We have other listeners. We know you're out there. Speak up. Tell us things. Email us. All of the email is easy. It's qsblawoffices at gmail.com. Or you can go to our, our anchor page at anchor.fm. Look us up and you can leave a message there too. You know, it's there are stepsister somewhere. podcast. What? There are stepsister podcast. Right. Wait, wait. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I think Screaming Chewy reached out to me. So one of these days I'll get him on our show as a nice. uh, as a guest. I don't know if you guys have listened to his show or not, but I, 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 have, I have a mystery about why he's called Screaming. Does he actually scream in his show? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right, well, I think this will wrap up our attention to this client today, which was uh, MCU versus MC Hammer. MC Hammer, sorry, we didn't give you more screen time, but tough, you know. Your, your heyday yeah. is the late 80s, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he has the superpower of, oh, there goes the dog. <laughs> superpower of there goes the dog that's mc hammer superpower all right this has been the law offices of quibble squabble and bicker your consultation with the law offices of quibble squabble and bicker has ended you may pay your retainer at www.qsblaw.org please exit to the right of the water cooler and grab a candy from the front desk we hope to see you again soon but you need to leave now i said leave why don't they ever listen get out get out